0: Hello and welcome to another broadcast of The Simple Truth, an outreach of Eye on the Crown Ministries, a ministry whose purpose is to present the Word of God in a dynamic and easy-to-understand manner so all men, women, and children will hear the good news of Jesus Christ and accept Him as their Savior and Lord of their life. Everyone that is born into this world has a purpose in life that was uniquely designed by God for just that person before they were born and even before the earth was created. Unfortunately most people go through life not knowing what that purpose is or how to fulfill it. God's plan for your life is far greater than anything you can imagine and He is the only one that can select you and prepare you to fulfill that plan. Knowing what God's purpose is in life and being empowered by God to do it is one of the many benefits of living a victorious Christian life. So I invite you to take out a pen and paper as we take a wonderful journey through the Word of God with your Bible teacher, Weldon Green, as he presents the Bible study series 21 Benefits of the New Life, Part 5, based on the book of Romans, Chapter 8.
1: For those of you who can, grab your Bibles, whether it's on your smartphone, your tablet, your e-reader, or a paper copy, and go with me over to the book of Romans, chapter 8, verses 29 through 30, and I will be reading those scriptures to you from the New King James Version of the Bible. Hear the words of the Lord. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called, and whom he called, these he also justified, and whom he justified, these he also glorified. It is my prayer that your heart, ears, and mind are open to the truth of God's words as I share this Bible study lesson with you. Amen. Now in last week's Bible study lesson, we discovered that we have a valuable ally in heaven to help us with our prayers when we are in a state of mind that we can't pray or don't know what to say. That ally is God's Holy Spirit and he intercedes for us before God and even corrects our prayers before they get to God. Because the Spirit of God knows the heart of God and he ensures everything is right with our prayers so that God will not reject them. We also learned that nothing in this world happens by chance or by luck or whatever else you want to call it. And nothing happens without God's knowledge. So if God allows things to happen to you, whether good or bad, it is because God has a plan in mind to use it for your good and to bring him honor. Therefore, the ultimate purpose for life situations is so God will be glorified and lifted up. Then he will draw others to him. Although you may benefit from that purpose or suffer from it, one thing is guaranteed. It will work together for your good if you love God and are the called according to his purpose. Remember, it's not about you. It's all about God. Now, this benefit reminds me of the story about a little boy who was watching his grandmother bake a cake. As his grandmother was taking out all the ingredients for the cake, the little boy would ask her what each item was for and why she needed so many. The grandmother would tell him what each item was for and even allow him to taste it. Well, first she let him taste the flour and the little boy thought it was bland and did not really have a taste. So she explained to him that this was the foundation of the cake that everything else would be added to. Next, she let him taste the vanilla extract and he thought it was a little sweet and tasted good, but didn't think he could drink a lot of it. And she told him this adds flavor to the cakes and makes it smell good. She didn't let him taste the baking soda, the sugar, the butter, and milk. And each time the little boy would tell her how it tasted to him. And she would tell him the purpose for each ingredient. When she offered to let him taste the eggs, he passed on that because he thought they were too slimy. Now some of you are probably saying to yourself, that Bible teacher sounds like he knows a little bit about baking a cake well I do but that's a topic for another Bible study series and finally the grandmother had combined all the ingredients in a bowl then she lightly oiled and floured some baking pans before pouring in the combined cake mixture I told you I knew a little bit about bacon next She turned on the oven to the correct temperature and waited until it reached that temperature before she put the cake pans in. The little boy watched her carefully and was eager to see the final product. He waited and waited and waited until he felt he couldn't take it any longer. And he asked his grandmother, why does it take so long for it to get ready? His grandmother replied, it has to stay in the heat for the amount of time the recipe calls for, or it would not come out right. She went on to tell him that if she took it out too soon, it would still be soft and not able to support itself or be ready to have frosting put on it. So he continued to wait until the right time. Now eventually his grandmother took the cake out of the oven, which to him seemed like an eternity, and she let it cool before putting icing on it. Then she cut the boy a slice and gave him a glass of milk. The little boy eagerly ate the slice of cake and looked at his grandmother with a big smile on his face and said, Granny, this was well worth the wait. Dear friends... God does the same thing with all the situations that happen in our lives. He takes the good, the bad, the bitter, and the sweet experiences of our life and combines them all together so that they work together for our good and we receive a sweet reward in the end for our endurance and patience. What a benefit. Now in this week's Bible study lesson, we will begin with the 14th benefit of the new life given to us by the Apostle Paul, and that is, you are predestined to be like Jesus. Verse 29 says, For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Now this concept of predestination is often misunderstood and is sometimes used as an excuse by some people not to make good decisions in life. And the misunderstanding by some people is that God has already decided who will be good and who will be bad and they have no choice in the matter. But that selection process would go against the very nature of God and why he created man. See, God created man for the purpose of fellowship and to share his love and blessings with us forever. But God is the Alpha and the Omega, which means he was at the beginning of time as we can understand it and he has already been to the end of time again as we can understand it, and because he has already been to the end of time he knows what decisions everyone will make in life and who will become one of his children and who will not in other words he knows who will choose to be good and who will choose to be bad but the choice is yours Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5 says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. God already has a plan for your life before you were ever thought of by your mom and dad, before you were ever conceived or born. God had ordained that you would spread his message of the good news of salvation. But you have to choose to accept what God has for your life and be willing to be conformed to the image of Christ. Now, someone listening to this broadcast may be wondering, what does it mean to be conformed to the image of Christ? Well, I'm glad you asked. You won't physically start to look like Jesus the Christ, but you will start acting like Jesus. You will speak words of wisdom and encouragement into people's lives just like Jesus did. You will forgive people just like Jesus did. And you will love people just like Jesus did despite how they treat you. You will continue to love them. You will choose to make sacrifices so that others may be benefited and blessed. God has already seen this in your future. That's why it means to be predestined by God is to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. Now, the 15th, 16th, and 17th benefit of the new life all come from the 30th verse of Romans chapter 8. Listen to what it says. Moreover, whom he predestined, those he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified, and whom he justified, these he also glorified. See, the fifteenth benefit of the new life is you are predestined and called by God. Now, like I said earlier. Nobody was created by God to be wicked, but God knows in advance who would be wicked because he is the Alpha and the Omega, and he has been to the end and seen the choices people will make. God does not symbolically go down a row of babies that are waiting to be born, randomly selecting which ones will be good and which ones will be bad. The choice is totally up to each and every person how they will live their life and whether they will accept Jesus or not as the Lord of their life. God says in Matthew chapter 22, verse 14, many are called, but few are chosen. Now, this scripture is referring to a parable that Jesus was telling a crowd of people about a wedding feast. Now, in this parable. The king had prepared a marvelous wedding feast for his son who was getting married. Then the king sent his servants out into all the kingdom to invite people to the wedding and the feast which would follow. But the people refused to come. They made fun of the servants and the invitation and even killed one of the servants. So when the king heard about what had been done to his servant, he sent his army to destroy those who killed his servant. Then the king said to all those who were initially invited to the feast that they were not worthy of receiving it. So he sent his servants outside of the kingdom into the highways to invite anyone who would accept the invitation and come, both the good and the and the bad people that were in the rest of the land. It didn't matter how they were dressed or what they looked like because the host gave everyone wedding clothes so that no one would feel embarrassed or underdressed and everyone would feel equal and deserving to be there. By responding to the call of the king to participate in the wedding celebration of his son, all the guests were provided with what they needed to conform with the attire of the occasion. It's the same way with predestination and the call of God. Many will hear the invitation of God to accept salvation and be transformed in their heart, mind, and life to the image of his son Jesus. But few will accept the call. In fact, most will ridicule those who share the word of God and try to tell them about salvation. And they will even kill some of the messengers. So when the day of judgment comes... God will judge the people who rejected the call of salvation and accept or welcome those into his kingdom who did accept it. It doesn't matter if you were a good person or a bad person. God will clean you up, dress you in his righteousness, and you all will be equal in his sight. Those that he foreknew who would accept the call to salvation are the ones the Bible calls predestined to be conformed to the image of Christ. Now, I know that the concept of predestination may still be a little confusing to some, but the important thing to remember is that you have the choice and opportunity to accept the invitation to salvation or reject it. The Apostle Paul goes on to say in the 30th verse, if you receive the 15th benefit of being predestined and called by God, then you will receive the 16th benefit, which is you will be justified. Listen to verse number 30. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called and whom he called, these he also justified. Now, the Greek word for justified means I make righteous or I defend the cause of. Now, what this is showing you is that when you become a believer and a member of God's family, God will be the one to call you and make you righteous. He will be your defender against those who try to make accusations against you or try to shame you with what occurred in your past. Now, this 16th benefit is tied to the very first benefit we discussed in part one of this Bible study series. And that is the freedom from judgment and condemnation, because God has justified you and made you righteous, which means right with him. You will receive his grace and no one can condemn you. They can say whatever they want to say about how bad and sinful you used to be, but it won't matter because God has already forgiven you of those sins when you asked him to be your Lord and savior. That's why there is therefore no condemnation against you. In fact, the Bible says in Isaiah 54 and 17, no weapon formed against you shall prosper and every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of God and their righteousness is from him, says the Lord. Justification is important because it gives you access to the full rights and benefits of a free citizen. It's like being pardoned by the governor of a state or the president of the United States. Even though a person is found guilty and convicted of a crime, they have the power to not only have them released from prison, they can have their record wiped clean as if no crime had ever been committed by that person. So imagine what it must be like to have God, the creator of the universe and the ultimate judge of all mankind, say you are pardoned by him of all the sins you have committed because you confessed your sins and asked for his forgiveness. Now you have the same rights and privileges as any other child of God and citizen of heaven. What a mighty God we serve. Now, if you receive the 14th benefit and are predestined to be like Christ, and if you then receive the 15th benefit and are called by God, and then you receive the 16th benefit and are justified by God, you are eligible for the 17th benefit, which is you will be glorified. Look at verse number 30. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called, Whom he called, these he also justified, and whom he justified, these he also glorified. This is the culmination of an orderly process that God follows to bring his people to the place where they are representative of him. First, he predestines and calls you to become the image of his son. Then he justifies you from all previous offenses. Finally, he glorifies you. Now, normally, when you talk about glory or glorifying, it is directed at God or is about God. In fact, the Greek word for glorified means valuing him for who he really is or to honor with praise, admiration or worship. But when used in reference to God glorifying his children, it doesn't mean that people will praise and worship us in the same sense as the term is used for God. What it means is that God will cause us to be treated as being more splendid, excellent and honorable than we would normally be considered. In other words, God will cause the best of you to come out before people to use a technology term. He will upgrade you to the 2.0 version of yourself where the defects and wrong coding have been corrected, enabling you to function better. He takes you right where you are and builds on the good qualities and reprograms the bad qualities. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 says, "Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away; behold, all things have become new." For some of you, like me, he is up to the 4 or 5.0 version of yourself. Every time I go through a challenging time in my life, whether I created it or not, God uses that to make an improvement in my faith, in my commitment, and in my relationship with him. This is called an upgrade or a better version of me. I can't wait to see what the next version of me is going to be like because my programmer is God and with him the possibilities are limitless. Isaiah 61 and 3 says, to consider those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Are you ready for an upgrade? Are you ready to let God turn your life around and bless you with the benefits that only he can give? If you are He is already prepared to do it because he knew in advance that you would. Well, listening friends, that's all for this week. But I hope this week's broadcast has been a blessing to you and has encouraged you to either seek a closer relationship with God or accept Jesus as your Savior, there is no greater or more fulfilling decision you will ever make in your life than this. I want you to know that God has a purpose for your life that is greater than anything you can imagine. He planned it out before you were born and the foundation of this world was laid. God knows everything about you and the paths you are going to take before you take them. And although he desires you to walk in the path and course of life he has designed for you, he will not force you to do it his way. You have to make the choice to do things his way or your way. And usually doing things your way will lead to shame, suffering, disappointment, and trouble. But even when that happens, God will not give up on you. He will use all those negative experiences in your life to make you better and more functional for his purpose. But it requires that you be willing to allow him to mold and shape you into the image of his son and allow him to use you to do his will. So, dear friend, I encourage you to accept Jesus as your savior and let him be Lord over your life. The Bible says it's as simple as acknowledging your sins before God and asking him to forgive you for those sins. Then ask Jesus to come into your life and be your Lord and Savior. For the Bible says in Romans 10 and 13, whosoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Now, I invite you to visit our ministry website and explore our other resources at www.ionthecrown.org. Also, feel free to send me an email through the contact us link on our ministry website and let us know how the broadcasts have made an impact in your life or what we can do to improve them. Your input will be welcomed and greatly appreciated. Thank you for listening and join me again next week for the sixth and final part of the Bible study series, 21 Benefits of the New Life. Now have a blessed and prosperous day. God bless you.